0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. This is Logan. I just woke up, like, a few seconds ago, so if I sound like I'm sleepy or not completely there, um, that's why, but today we're gonna be talking about a few different things today. Um, I'm gonna be having a separate podcast later tonight. Talking about my full review of the D Machina Zombies map, I reviewed Cold War as a whole. I reviewed the zombies mode, but not the map itself. I think the map itself needs a separate review because while yes, I'm having more fun with Cold War zombies than any other Treyarch zombie since BO3, um, well that that would only be one, but <clears throat> BO3 for a while is what I consider the golden standard for <laughs> Treyarch Zombies, but now I think that that switched to Cold War, but ultimately, we're just gonna, um, talk about the map itself, and I'm gonna, you know, rank it, and and explain why it is that I think, uh, what I think about the map, so that'll be coming later today, but right now, I wanna talk about CD Projekt Red, uh, Cyberpunk 2077, the whole refund, uh, business, and, yeah. So, we're going to talk about that right now. So, as you all know, Cyberpunk 2077 uh, was one of the most highly anticipated games to come out this year. And it's something that was delayed, what, like five different damn times or something like that? At least from what I can remember. I wasn't following this game, like, day by day or anything. Because, you know, the game that I was looking forward to this year was Doom. Doom. <laughs> Uh, Doom Eternal and Call of Duty Cold War being the two games that I was really looking forward to. Obviously, Marvel's Avengers was up there, but closer to launch, figuring out it was a live service game and a looter shooter design type of game. I, you know, I fell off the, you know, interest of that game so much. It didn't, you know, I, I still bought the, uh, the digital, um, Deluxe edition or the digital not the deluxe edition, but the digital um special copy. So like if you bought it digitally, you got early access and you got a thousand um credits to spend in the in-game microtransaction store and stuff. But yeah, so that was a game that I also kind of fell off the wagon with just because of the fact of you know how the game was set up. Like you're gonna make a superhero game that's based or excuse me not based but is being designed as a uh looter shooter type of title nah like i wasn't for that but when it comes to cyberpunk i was actually genuinely interested because i'm a big sci-fi guy sci-fi is definitely if i had to rank like movies or video games that i like to play horror games horror movies sci-fi games and movies um and action games and movies for and 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 of course first person shooters um i tend to rank highly up there as stuff that i like to play so like you know mass effect or um doom or um alien isolation halo i mean the list goes on and on so i mean when something like cyberpunk was being talked about uh, it gave me some like Alita Battle Angel type of vibes. Um, but at the same time, it also gave me kind of like Terminator vibes and stuff. So I mean I was like, oh, this, you know, this looks cool. You know, it wasn't a game that I was, you know, you know, deeply invested into or deeply, you know, just looking into every day to figure out more about the game. Because this like I said, this year there's been a lot of good games that came out. I mean, we're talking about Doom Eternal, you know, one of my most highly anticipated games, and a game to this day that I keep up to date with because Uh, Just like I do with Call of Duty, because those are the two games that I probably play the most. I probably play Doom Eternal and Call of Duty Cold War, slash Warzone, slash Modern Warfare the most right now. Um, And that ultimately just has to do with the fact that, you know, I I love Call of Duty. I I play it all year long. Um, I'm one of the few uh, of my friends that I know that actually does do that. Um, But yeah... And ultimately, I think that has something to do um, with the fact that, you know, I'm just, I'm really into, um, you know, my first-person shooter games. And most of my friends, like, for instance, most of my friends either just aren't playing video games a lot or they're playing sports games. Like, um, my friend Cody, he's a big NBA guy. The two games he likes to play, or three, I guess you could say, is Fortnite, Call of Duty and nba um and then for me it's it's mainly doom and call of duty um but most of my friends i would say are are very much into that first person uh shooter area but when something like cyberpunk 27 uh 2077 was announced it was like oh okay you know this is something new it's different but it's kind of right up my alley because it's in that genre that i really love being sci-fi and I was like, okay, so this game has a, you know, high potential of being really good. So, I still have not purchased Cyberpunk 2077. I don't know if I'm going to be getting it for Christmas from my best friend or from my dad or from anybody, uh even maybe Cody. My, my no, I don't think I'd get it from him because he got me the Master Chief skin for Christmas, but there's a possibility that I could even get it at the Secret Santa. I, I don't I don't know. Um, but there's uh quite a few uh, awesome things with the game, and then I do plan on buying the game, I know it's a buggy-ass mess, um, on the last-gen consoles, which is what I'm on currently, not because I can't afford the next-gen, just because, you know, finding a next-gen console is, um, next to impossible these days, and, yeah, so, um, that's what I'm gonna do, but I'm waiting for Christmas to see if I actually end up getting it from somebody else first, because i would really suck if I go buy Cyberpunk 2077, And then Christmas morning, wake up, open up my gifts, and get Cyberpunk, you know, in one of my gifts, and be like, oh, shit, well, I already have this, and, you know, I feel bad for whoever bought it now, because, you know, I already own it. So, yeah, you know, when it's around Christmas time, try to avoid buying things, Um, you know, unless you know you're not getting it for sure, but, (sighs) yeah. So, when it comes down to it all, I think Cyberpunk 2077 is a great uh, game in terms of what I've seen for gameplay, you know, when it's, you know, performing at max performance um, and, I, I haven't watched the story, I'm trying to keep everything, like, the, cu- uh, creation, customizer, the story and stuff, like, I'm trying to keep all that stuff, like, things that I experienced when I first played the game, because it's not really something I want spoiled for me, because, you know, everybody's, you know, saying about how in this game, you know, you can, you know, fuck around with your player's genitalia, and what it is, and the size it is, and I'm just like, you know, that sounds like funny shit, maybe if I stream it, and I do it, uh, immediately, um, when i get the game and get it downloaded and stuff you know it'll be a good time because you know it'll be my first you know real reaction to it um and i think that's funny because i'm not gonna you know go and watch the character uh creation and and then kind of just you know not um you know not be impressed or just not have the genuine reaction that i want to have when i first you know see this so i'm I'm really excited um to play Cyberpunk, I just hope that they get the bugs and stuff fixed before I get the game. So at least I can, you know, it's playable. <laughs> um, but like I said, I think once it's all said and done and it's fixed up, it's going to be a great game. But right now, there's a big controversy when it comes down to the refunds, is because right now it seems like, um,. Sony was forced by c d uh c d par- uh project Red to give out refunds, and Microsoft of course ended up doing their digital only refunds um uh announced yesterday so yeah, Microsoft and Sony are both on this now I was about to give Sony credit here on the podcast um yesterday, but then I saw a story come out from a youtuber called noms um and he's just i kind of watch him because it's kind of funny. Um, but essentially he was saying how CD Projekt Red, uh, forced Sony to give out the refunds. Because Sony didn't give out refunds for The Last of Us 2, uh, back when that was a huge fucking mess. Uh, there was another game that they also didn't give out refunds for, I forgot the name of it, but... The point is, is that, you know, Sony doesn't like to give out their refunds. They're very anti-consumer, um and you know microsoft said of course you know okay we'll 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 go out full digital uh only refunds and of course that follows after sony but you know then again this has never really happened in any video game in history like we don't we don't see a brand new video game that has been out for like a week you know end up getting absolutely like taken off of a you know entire game store <laughs> like it was for PlayStation, and then have Microsoft and PlayStation offer full refunds, but it seems like CD Projekt Red was pretty much begging, uh, Sony to give out refunds, and honestly, I'm not surprised by this, because, you know, Sony's is just so anti-consumer at this point, like, if, if I considered out of the two consoles, which one's the most, um, deceptive, woke pieces of shit, it would be the PlayStation. Because, the PlayStation has become the woke station to me. Like, when I look at the decisions that they make in terms of their business policies, when it comes to their gaming policies, their gaming studios, and the, and the direction their games are going in and everything, I'm just like, yeah, it's it's a, it's a it's a woke station, you know? It's not even a PlayStation anymore because it's all just being woke At least I can say with Xbox, with their brand new titles they've uh, launched or, or announced... At least I don't see that sort of shit happening with them. And I'm glad about that because obviously I'm not a big person of the woke um, agenda or or, or just wokeness in in general. I I think it's cringe. I just think it's stupid. It's like if you really got to come out here and be like, oh, look at us. We are bad people. Then, you know, there's probably a good chance that you might be a bad person because you should never have to work overtime proving to people you're not a bad person. If you're just doing good things, you never you you know, you're not going to have people like you. All the time. Not everybody's gonna like you. Not everybody's gonna like your tape twenty four seven. That's okay. You know, I've accepted here on PC, boys, that not everybody's gonna agree with my opinion, not everybody's gonna agree with what I have to say, or just might not even like me in general. And that's fine. That's just normal. That's how life is. If I worried about how many people are gonna like me or whatever, I wouldn't post some of the things I do, like the Captain Marvel controversy. You know you know how many shits I gave about that? You know, n- knowing that somebody was probably gonna be like, oh, this guy's a misogynist or whatever, or this guy's a, a racist or or a homophobe or something like i mean i was like i was i was prepared quite prepared for somebody to come lashing out at me because i had general criticisms about the movie itself um <laughs> And no, I didn't, I didn't receive anything, which is nice, but I was fully prepared for it because not everybody's going to agree with everything I have to say. But when it comes down to, you know, this whole situation, it's like, it's like, you know, people actually are surprised that Sony is, you know, being this way with their business model and, and, and not just outright giving, um, any sort of, um, giving out any sort of refund. Uh, but had to be actually begged by the game company that they were refunding the game for, they had to go and beg Sony to give out refunds. It's like, it's like, I wouldn't be surprised by that because literally that's Sony. Sony is somebody that will do whatever it takes to make the most money. And obviously, giving out refunds is not making the money because if you guys don't understand how it works, basically, any game that's put on your store that is not a first party title, okay, you end up, uh, Getting money from, essentially, fees that you give to these game developers, uh, rather than AAA, indie, or whatever, they, they essentially pay you to have their game on your marketplace. So, for a game to be on your marketplace uh, that isn't directly developed or made by Sony Interactive Entertainment or Microsoft Game Studios, um, those people have to pay a fee to get their game onto your online store and also they have to pay a fee to get it onto your console that's just how that works now at the end of the day um this is a big blow for CD project Red. i mean their stocks went from like 30 something dollars down to 18 that's like over a 10 dollar drop I mean, I would say it's even more than a $10 drop, you know, it, it's, it's quite the significant downfall. And, like I said, never lie to your consumers, and CD Projekt Red, the corporates did. I'm not going to blame the game developers for everything, because the game developers were not the ones saying that it was ready to go. It was the head-ups, the CEOs of CD Projekt Red, and the, the it's always the CEOs that are going to make the small, uh, the small man who are making the game look bad. And I'm going to just say, don't, you know, go blame the game developers for the unfinished product or, or promising that it was going to be all good and ready. You got to blame the CEOs for that because the CEOs are the ones that come out and give the public statements for the company. And really anybody that works for them just doesn't have a say. I mean, in terms of Naughty Dog too, like, you know, I assume there were probably people that spoke out of it against, you know, Joel getting axed off and everything, but I mean, at the end of the day, Neil Cuckman himself had to destroy that game. But, yeah, so the whole controversy about PlayStation basically being begged by CD Projekt trying to give out refunds, it's like, really, PlayStation? Like, I'm surprised that PlayStation has players based upon how greedy they are and their business practices. Don't get me wrong. In the past, Microsoft was bad, too. Microsoft used to be terrible with their business practices. But Microsoft has changed... At least for the time being, Ian is being very consumer-friendly. And, like I said, obviously, if Microsoft goes down the route of not being consumer-friendly, yeah, obviously, I'm going to call him out on that shit. Because, first of all, that's a console platform I like to play on the most, uh, and it would directly affect me. And, second of all, the industry deserves to have actual decency for the players. I mean, nowadays, games get released unfinished all the time. Every year, Call of Duty is released unfinished. This year, Call of Duty had, like, their leaderboards and everything, which in previous years was a problem. But if you looked at the um, the server errors, uh, the, the glitches, um, the amount of broken bugs in Cold War at launch, it's ridiculous. And I don't even play Call of Duty Cold War multiplayer at all. Like, I, I stopped playing Cold War multiplayer within the first week of the game's launch because I said, this is terrible. This is not fun. I don't enjoy it. I literally went back to Modern Warfare multiplayer. Now, I still play Call of Duty Cold War. I just play zombies. I play long games of zombies, like 30, 40, 50 round games of zombies, because I'm that good at zombies, but also because I do like the zombies mode. I think zombies is genuinely probably the best thing that you will get with Cold War. So if you're a zombies player, you're going to be all fine. You don't got to worry about anything, really. You, Your game mode is pretty much protected. And is really good quality. However, if you're a multiplayer fan, um, Call of Duty isn't going to be looking so good for you, at least, unless, you know, you like Treyarch's type of multiplayers. Um, skill-based matchmaking, though, absolutely destroys it. Uh, destroys the game, because, you know, you're, you know, you could be a really good player, right? And the whole point at Call of Duty in the past was to get better at it. So you would be like a really shitty player in a lobby with like a god tier player and he'd destroy you. The whole point is to get you to be better at the game so you can compete with that player. That's what happened to me. I used to get stomped on in lobbies all the time. But now I'm really good at what I do because I practiced playing Call of Duty over the years. And I've gotten to a point where I can say I'm a pretty good player. Now when I look at everything um like cd project red and stuff and all games that come out um it's just like wow you know i'm so shocked at you know how many games come out unfinished you know about every game that releases is unfinished doom eternal is the only game this year that i can recall that came out fully finished for the most part Other than Invasion Mode, but I'm pretty sure at the time we knew Invasion Mode was not going to be coming with the game at launch. But, when it comes down to it all at the end of the day, Invasion Mode, um, other than that, Doom Eternal was very finished. Very finished. Um, And, Doom Eternal was a great game. I mean, it still is a great game, but... When you look at a game like Call of Duty, like, how many years do they gotta keep releasing a buggy, glitchy-ass game, or just an unfinished game, before we, you know, actually get a decent COD? Now, this has been going on for a long time, like, this has been going on since World War II days, you know, since World War, or maybe it was earlier than World War II, was World War II after Black Ops 3? I think it was, but I think since World War II, we've had unfinished CODs. Or really buggy glitchy codes come out. So we had like World War II. Infinite Warfare. Black Ops 4. Uh, Black Ops Cold War. And Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare I think was the best one launched um, in a while. But it still wasn't exactly a finished game when it came out. But it was probably one of the better ones I would say. Um, but yeah so with CD Projekt Red like I will give them credit. At least they are you know owning up to their mistake. ...and giving out refunds... ...which I think is obviously appropriate... ...considering the fact that the whole fan base got lied to... ...including myself... ...somebody who is very heavily planning on buying the game... ...you know, it's, it's good to know that... ...you know, they're, they're at least going to take responsibility... ...you look at companies like Naughty Dog... ...um... ...that shift the blame to the players... ...saying, oh, you guys just... ...you know, are misogynists... ...or, you know, you guys uh, are complaining too much... Like ...even Call of Duty developers... ...will blame the fans... For, you know, not enjoying the game. And it's like, if you if you just make a finished product, or if the damn corporates didn't push the game developers so hard in such a small crunch time to get the game out the door and give them time to fix it and make it, you know, complete when it goes out, we wouldn't have these conversations all the time. The problem with Call of Duty developers, yes, it isn't their fault that they get into crunch time and they have to deliver something in, un, you know... I, what I would say to be um, unrealistic expectations, but at the same time, if you're just going to tell the player base that they need to enjoy what they have, and that they're thankful they got anything at all, that's not really a good you know look for you. You can't really be saying that stuff to the people that are purchasing your product. So, yeah, no, the game industry has made a lot of money over COVID, but at the same time, still hasn't changed. Games get released, unfinished, pushed out quickly. It's just ridiculous. At this point, it's like, you know, any game that comes out, I expect it to come out unfinished. Because that's just kind of what happens. Um, but yeah, so... When you look at the whole Cyberpunk 2077 thing, uh, my honest opinions about it, I'm still going to buy the game. Uh, yes, I know it's a buggy, glitchy-ass mess. But I am happy that CD Projekt Red is owning up to their responsibility, or owning up to their mistakes taking responsibility, and is offering refunds, which they should be doing. And I really appreciate that, because it's not often nowadays where you... And I know you shouldn't have to, you know, be praising this. This should just be a gold standard, but you don't see game companies out there saying, yeah, we're, you know, we'll refund your game, we'll take responsibility. So, yeah, I just wanted to give you guys that really quick, um, you know, message update about the whole CD Projekt Red thing. I I haven't talked about Cyberpunk 2077 on this channel a lot. Because it's not a game that I've played yet. And it's not a game that I exactly know a shit ton about. Like I'm not keeping track of this game like some people were. You know Doom Eternal on this channel every day. About I was talking about Doom Eternal. You know something about Doom. But now uh, you know there are people out there with, like that with this game. With Cyberpunk. And I think that it's very important that we you know... I think it's important that we, um, you know, are really excited about projects that are coming, that we are really excited about. But at the same time, we have to, you know, call everything out as it is. And it is really disappointing that this is what happened to Cyberpunk 2077, but this is the gaming industry, and they need to strive to get better. Or else, eventually, there may not be a game industry. So, Thank you very much for listening. I hope you all enjoyed, and I'll catch you all in the next one.